Welcome to the Living With Less podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea DeMattis, and I'll be bringing you weekly episodes to encourage and invite you along on this journey of living with less of the things getting in the way of our relationship with Christ. Here's today's episode. Hey everyone, I am so glad you're tuning in today. I hope you were able to catch last week's episode, Broken Girl, Good God, as I have gotten great feedback from you guys that did tune in and just praising the Lord for you that have um, decided to live under that banner that you are God's girl and that he created you for um, such a great purpose. So I hope you were able to tune into that. Um, If you haven't, you can always go back and listen. But this week, I... I'm so glad that God put on my heart um, talking about that whole broken girl, good God thing because I was met in the midst of a mess this weekend where while, yes, I live under the banner of Christ and I am his chosen daughter and, you know, all those great things, I am still um, a sinner and... I realized again that, wow, I really have some stuff that I need to work out, which we always will be. We are always going to be a work in progress until the day we get to go to heaven. And that brought me to the title of this week's podcast episode, The Trap of Unmet Expectations. I'm sure you're probably nodding your head yes, because we have all been there. This is something I think all of us struggle with, probably more women than men, if I had to guess. But I know this is an area of my life that I have got to get figured out. It is, it's not a good thing. It is not what God has for me. And it does get in the way of what he wants to do and what he has planned for me. So in 1 John 5.21, it says, Dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. And I know some people could read that and think it's talking about a specific um, thing or a place or a person. But I also believe for me, this is tendencies. And I have the tendency to create expectations that honestly, some of them are probably unrealistic, but other ones, I just let them get the best of me. And I will get the entire thing planned out in my head of how something's going to go, how fun it's going to be, how romantic it's going to be, how sweet it will be. Or even at times, I will plan out how awful something is probably going to be. And this just kind of sparked me to look up the exact definition of expectation. What is an expectation? And it's a strong belief that something will happen. So it's an idea, but it's a strong idea. It's this idea of how things should be. I'm not saying that expectations are bad or that it's unrealistic of us to think we're not going to have expectations. But what I'm saying is if I want what I want to have happen so badly, then I'm not being content and I'm not asking and I'm not looking or wanting God's will for my life. And that's a problem. And I think sometimes we can get like, oh, I don't want to be overanalytical and think about God in every single moment of every single second of every single day of my life. But in the reality, 
that is what it is. God is always working, always. Every second of every day in my life, he is working. He is trying to work things out in me and through me. So this past Sunday, Corey and I were supposed to be the models in a styled wedding shoot. This is in Hocking Hills. Um, It's a really beautiful, like, wooded place with lots of parks there. And it sounds really dreamy. Like, it sounds so dreamy. And I'm sure you guys can just imagine, given the fact that I just shared with you that I tend to have lots of expectations about things, the expectations in my head were huge. So I went and got my hair done by the stylist there in Hocking Hills. And then I went to the address that we had had sent to us. Well, I didn't realize that there is no reception, no cell service in Hocking Hills, like nothing. So we get to where the directions took us. And we park and we're like, yeah, this is not probably where this photo shoot is supposed to be because it was nothing what I had remembered reading on the itinerary that was sent in a PDF file that I did not save to my phone because I thought I'd be able to open up the email and open up the PDF file. So I was able to get in an Instagram thread of messages that had been going on between people and the photographers. And I saw something about this Cedar Falls area. So I was like, okay, maybe that's where we're supposed to go. So we got like one tiny little bar. Once we drove out a little bit, one little bar of reception, we were able to find Cedar Falls on the map. So we drove to Cedar Falls. And again, this is a wedding shoot. So I, I wasn't wearing it, but I had my wedding dress packed in the car. We had dinner packed in the car. Corey had all of his clothes packed for this photo shoot. So we get to Cedar Falls and we sit there and we wait. And we wait and we wait. And then I just started asking every time somebody would come up from this trail, I was like, oh, are you with the photographers? Or, oh, did you see a photo shoot going on like down on the trail at all? And everyone just kept saying no and that they were sorry and, you know, so on and so forth. So finally, Corey was like, okay, Chelsea, we have to put a time limit on this. Like we can't just sit here um, at this park in Hocking Hills with no cell service, no nothing. So we sat and waited for a little over an hour. And finally, my husband was like, all right, like we're done. Um, We can't keep waiting. I don't know if something happened at the photo shoot. I don't know what's going on, but clearly nobody's showing up. So we get in the car and we leave. And as we're driving out, I finally get cell service. I see that I could open up um, my messages and things again. And there was um, a girl in particular messaging me on the Instagram thread saying, turn around, go to Ash Cave. You know, that's where they're at. Well, at this point, we were far enough away to where my husband did not want to turn around. And I was devastated, like hyperventilating, devastated, so mad. Um, I was so mad that I messed up. I was so mad that there was no reception. I was so mad that my husband went and turned the car around. I was just mad. And what I sit here and think about today, now that I'm finally able to like move on from the fact that I was like so ticked that I read something wrong or didn't have the right address, I guess, where the GPS took us. 
I hadn't considered all day, what if this doesn't go as planned? What if something happens? What if God has something else different in mind? I never considered that. And it wasn't because I didn't want to. I just wasn't thinking about him. I wasn't thinking about the Lord. I wasn't thinking about him in this moment. And a mentor of mine has always said this to me for years. She said, Chelsea, the first thing you should do when you wake up in the morning, it's what she says she does every morning when she wakes up. She says, Jesus, I want what you want today. And that's the first phrase that comes out of her mouth. And I can tell you, I wish I would have done that on Sunday morning because I did not. But these last couple of days, I have been saying it. But in my flesh, if I'm being totally honest with myself, I didn't want what he wanted. I wanted my dang pictures. Like we got picked to do this. We got ready. We brought all the stuff. I wanted my pictures. And now I see, and I saw this Sunday night as I lay down to go to bed, the expectations that I had for what this was going to, this photo shoot, what this was going to do in our marriage and what this was going to do for Um, you know, us to have so much fun together and these pictures are going to be beautiful and we can post them and all this glorious stuff. I ended up angry. Like I said, I ended up in a really big fight with my husband over the whole thing. And it was all over unmet expectations. And I do think that it is okay and it would be completely justified to be disappointed. I absolutely I'm okay with that, that yes, I was, I was upset and sad that the photos didn't happen. The problem was, is I made it such a big deal because my expectations weren't met. But it was not acceptable to end up being Ursula from The Little Mermaid because that is how upset that I got that it just didn't work out. And I feel like this has just gotten worse and worse and worse with time and the way that we have you know, access to everybody's best moments. There now are so many seasons of life where I think there's so much more pressure because the power that expectation has taken over our society. Like when we're turning 16 years old now, it's all about the photo or the video getting the new shiny car. It's no longer just about having wheels and having a car to go hang out with my friends now or getting engaged, getting engaged. And I can say this from personal experience. I spoke about this on a podcast about discontentment a couple months ago. Getting engaged now has so much more to do about the ring and the picture of the ring that's going to get posted on social media than it does with the bigness and the moment of the commitment that's happening there. And then I have to address this one because this is my life. It has happened the last couple of years now with Cam, especially the Christmas card debacle. You know, you've got to get the perfect picture in front of the Christmas trees or whatever's going on with your family so you can send it to everyone and know that, okay, we look orderly, we look together, we look happy. This is great. When Honestly, there was probably a meltdown by somebody in the car on the way there. We can't let these unmet expectations steal the anticipation that we should be having and what Christ is doing and what he's doing in everything that we're 
trying to plan and trying to do, we don't let him get in there because we are like suffocating ourselves with our expectations and what we want to have happen. And I am learning more and more and more that the photos that I'm seeing on people's feeds typically do not equate to the reality of the situation. And they're like drumming up all of these expectations in ourselves that are not realistic. They will be unmet because they're not real. I was on the phone with a girlfriend the other day and somehow this whole topic came up and we were just talking about pictures and what we see and how we compare ourselves and what that does to our expectations and all this. And she shared with me that there was some big blogger influencer girl who um, went to go get Jenny's ice cream. It was in the morning, I guess. She went to get Jenny's, took a picture of her like three scoops of ice cream and walked out the door and threw it in the trash. Didn't take a bite. And that is expensive ice cream, I will say. And she threw it away. We can't have our expectations and our standards for life set in photographs or set in these things that we don't even know what's really going on. We don't know the whole story. Or we set these things in the things that we think should be. Our expectations and our standards for life need to be set in Christ. And because God is so awesome, he gave us rules and he gave us loving rules and commands us to do things so that we get to live under the safety and the barriers that he's created for us. And I'm not going to read it all to you because it's really long. So I will just give you the verses to look up. But after this, and I'll put it in the show notes, but look up Ephesians 4, 17 through 32. This set of verses, it gives us the standard of to which we are called to live. And it gives us new perspective on who we should be surrendering all of our expectations to. And that's God. He's the one that when I'm feeling a certain way, I should go to him and say, all right, Lord, I am really excited about whatever is being planned. Um, I just pray, God, that you can align my heart with yours so that I can see what you're doing in this. I don't want to miss what you're doing because I'm so set on what I think should happen. That's what I should be doing. I should be going to the Lord and asking him to get my heart in line with what he is doing and what he is willing for my life. I wanted to also share one more example with you guys that also has to do with marriage. And I hope that this speaks to you. If you are married, if you're newly married, um, if you're engaged or in a dating relationship, that there are a lot of expectations that have been put on marriage. And I do think a lot of it is because we can just see, again, we can see everybody's best moments all the time. And when we got married, because I can be a pretty intense person on the Enneagram, I'm an eight with a six wing. So I can be like pretty intense and like to control things and all of that. And my husband has not yet done the Enneagram. I would really like him to because that would probably give us better insight into one another. But we are really different. Um, And I knew, okay, of course we're going to have disagreements. Yes, we're going to see certain things differently and have different views on things. 
but I never imagined this being like whole seasons where like we just have a few months where like we are just not seeing eye to eye or things are just not flowing. And not that I expected to have this like perfect honeymoon staged marriage because that's not real. Everyone has their stuff. But I did have this expectation in my head of, you know, oh, the fun, sweet things we're going to do. Maybe we'll travel and take road trips, even though we both don't like to fly, but whatever, we'll get there somehow. But like, I just had an a vision for what I thought our marriage would look like as we're, you know, going into, we're closing out year five. And it's not wrong if your life is like really great and it is how you envisioned it. That's not wrong. I mean, praise the Lord for you if that's where you're at in your marriage. But for me, I walked into marriage with expectations that have been unmet, but it's because I didn't have them for the right reason. I had them for the reason of it's just what I wanted. It wasn't anything I was, I mean, yes, I have prayed obviously that Lord, you know, I hope our marriage is fun and I hope that we have, you know, all of these things. Yes, I have prayed things, but like when I get down to the like littlest details of stuff we've gone through recently, I wasn't praying in preparation for those things. Like I wasn't trying to prepare myself for those things. I kept letting um, this cloud of what I wanted, I was allowing it to block my view of what God wanted for us. And he has praised the Lord. He's working that out in us. It is not comfortable, but he's working it out. But I can't get past that view with the fog in front of my eyes if I keep allowing this pattern to occur. If I keep letting my expectations override the truth that God most likely, he has other plans. He has other plans for what he wants to do to accomplish his purpose in me and Corey and in our marriage. And I know for myself, a lot of my expectations are flesh driven um, because they make me feel better. I want things that make me feel good. Hard things are hard things. And I know you guys are all saying amen to that because they are. They're not always fun. But if we're not having the issue with creating expectations that will be unmet, I do think life will probably feel a little more fun if I can just become willing and obedient to truly wanting what God has for me and truly being able to, you know, say, Jesus, I want what you want today. I think that will change so much in my life. I know it will change so much in your life. Another verse that stood out to me when I was reading about all of this was Colossians 3, 2 says, we are to set our minds on things above, not things that are on this earth. And so my prayer for myself this week, for you guys this week, is that God can just show you the areas where your expectations are not in line with his and asking him to help you surrender the plans that you want um, and just allow you to see them from his view and have him just help you to continue to seek him more. And again, like I just said, let's remember and let's declare that Jesus, I want what you want today. 
because that's what he wants for us. So be sure that you also check out this week's Feature Friday on the blog at chelseadematis.com. I'm having a guest blogger. I'm going to be having guest bloggers every Friday, but this week's is Krista Hutchins, and her blog post is all on a prayer for your plan, and I feel like it ties in so beautifully with the podcast episode this week. So I hope you guys check that out. That goes live on Friday. Um, but if you love today's episode, I pray that you share it, share it with a friend, family member, um, be sure to leave a review on iTunes. That would be super helpful. And I am just so grateful to you guys for continuing to tune in and be such a great support. I hope you guys have a great week and I will talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. You can find everything we talked about at livingwithlesspodcast.com. If you have any questions, please reach out over social media. I'd love to chat. If you enjoyed today's episode and are loving the podcast, I would be so honored if you left a review on iTunes or shared on social media. Your kind words and encouragement mean the world to me. And I pray to continue showing you God's grace over my life as you all journey this out with me. Wherever you find yourself listening today, know that you were fully loved and fully known by God.